0: Hello everybody, welcome to RPG Cast episode four hundred and twenty seven for the week of May twenty-seventh, twenty seventeen. Now the podcast has started, and I can host the show while I play my magic Harp. Bye.
1: No <laughs> it is not how that works.
0: You're Anna Marie Privateer, talk to them. I have magic Harps to train.
1: Hi
2: Kelly. I just started my Magikarp training regiment.
0: Very important. Hi,
2: Alice.
3: I have no idea what you people are talking about.
1: Well then, let's jump into Now Playing so that we can explain what's going on. Um, unfortunately, everyone has become addicted to a game called Magikarp Jump. And
0: as Everyone we- except Alice. One of us.
1: One of us. No, sorry,
3: oh, yes. I, only, I only play good games. Um.
1: <laughs> this is good. This is way better than it deserves to be because it is like oozing charm, and so of course you meet uh, a a professor, or I guess he's a mayor. He's Mayor Carp, and, and he's the mayor of Carpville, and so right. in this town, everybody loves Magic Carp. But the problem is, is that fewer and fewer people want to train Magikarp because Magikarp are tragicarp.
3: <laughs> is that so... serious? Is that seriously a line? Yes. yes. Oh my God.
1: It is very tragicarp.
3: Oh God.
1: <laughs> and so um, you decide to take upon yourself the mantle of Magikarp trainer. And so you get a, an, an old rod and you get a pond and you put your magic carp in it and fish or food drops into it and you click on the food and the magic carp eats it because they're dumb. They need to be directed to the food. And then you take it out training and it does things like tackle and flail and splash. Splash doesn't work very well. Um, and on the way home from events uh, on the way home from training, sometimes there's events which can be very fun or very tragic because there are high-risk, high-reward events. So, for example, you walk up to a Pokeball, and I'm like, it's a Pokeball! This is awesome! And then it turned into a Voltorb and exploded and killed my Magikarp.
0: That's right, ladies Go and gentlemen. On. We finally have a game where Pokemon seem to officially canonically die. Wow. Wow.
1: I was, I was traumatized. Oh, it was traumatized. Hey, we had to terrible. go to a counselor
0: and everything. It was terrible.
1: And even so- worse is then I... So this game works on generations. And so you have your first generation Magikarp. Because how high level a Magikarp you can have depends on your trainer level. And so when you start out, the max level your Magikarp can be is like 11. So it's always 10 plus your trainer level. Um. And so um, once your Magikarp gets to the max level, you get... Uh, so the, the idea is you're training your Magikarp to jump against other Magikarp. And there's a special jumping league that you can enter your Magikarp into. Um, and so as you train it, you are gathering JP, jumping power. Um, but there is a point where um, you get the max amount of JP that like a level 11 Magikarp can get. And then you basically get one last run at whatever um, jumping league that you're in. So you go to the league and you jump. And if you jump higher than the other Pokemon, if you have uh, than the other Magikarp, if you have more JP, you win. It's, It's just a straight up JP comparison. The cool thing is, is you get friends that come and live at your Magikarp pond. So I have a Pikachu and a Piplup, and a Rowlet that all live at my P- at my uh, Magikarp found, uh, pond. And every once in a while, they come to the battle with me, and they cheer me on and give me bonus jumping power. So you can actually, if you're lucky, take on Magikarp that have a higher JP than you. And as you work your way through the leagues, you unlock more food and more training and more uh pokemon friends to hang out with and you get more experience and your trainer level goes up which means you can fish up a better magikarp so once your magikarp reaches its max level it then and does whatever it can in the league it then retires and then you can go back and fish up a new magikarp and slowly over time as your trainer level goes up your um rod also um increases in power when you once you have better rods you can start fishing up magic carp that have different patterns on them and so I, they're all koi because it's magic so i have i've had one that had like um white and Um, orange like calico and I had one that was white and orange black and then I had one that had a white belly and then I had one that had an orange belly and I had lots of plain Magikarp Um, and of course the million dollar question is is, well if your trainer level gets high enough that your Magikarp becomes level 20 what happens and the answer is nothing because you are holding an Everstone (laughs) you are forever going to have a Magikarp
0: my, uh, the one of the first things that happened to me was that my Everstone cracked and broke. Wait, what? That's, it was an event, but nothing ever came from it, and I didn't understand it. Huh, weird. So I don't know what's going to happen <laughs> when I get that level. Well, I
1: mean, look at in your inventory. Do you have another one?
0: I, I have an inventory? Yes. I'm going to look at my inventory. Maybe I got a new one.
1: Okay, let me remember how to get there. So oh, um... No,
0: I can't go to the inventory because I have a maxed out Magikarp. Okay. So let me take um, care of this.
1: Once you click on menu, click on items. Okay. That would be very bad if you lost your Everstone.
0: No, or very good.
1: No, because then I
0: bet your Gyarados you can jump. jump. Why not?
2: Because they're too big.
0: No, I think that means they can jump well. They got ups. Te-
2: technically, a Gyarados is a flying type, so. There you go. How else would it get off the ground?
1: Um. Anyways. So the, the play cycle of this game is actually fairly short. So it's like do trading, eat food, do batches, retire Pokemon, fish up, do Pokemon, leatherwits, repeat.
0: Where, where does it <laughs> limit you from playing forever? Because um, you run out of training points.
1: So one, you will run out of training points. And two, you only can accrue one um, league point at a time. So once you lose a a league match, you have to wait an hour and a half before you can try again. And that 90 minute timer is like um, really prevalent in the game. So like to get back your full set of three training points is 90 minutes. The first two Pokemon companions you get recharge every 90 minutes. So, I mean, the cool thing is, is you can play this for a fairly long time and then you have to take a 90 minute break.
0: So, how do, I, um, how do I break the system and get all the diamonds? Can I buy them?
1: Yeah, so um, much like some of the other games that Nintendo's put out, this does have a maximum spending limit, which is about $90. Hang on. Let me go back and go to the purchase screen and double check this. All right. Purchase limits. You cannot exceed more than 5000 so there is a 2150 pack, that's $35. So $70 would get you 4,300. Um, and then you could buy another 550 for $10. So that's $80. 43 plus 550 is 4850. Then you'd have to spend another $3. So. Eighty three dollars is the maximum you can spend on this game.
0: Oh.
2: That is what? an expensive magic herb.
1: Um, now once that's been done, you get a diamond drill that just straight up gives you a hundred diamonds a day. You can't buy anymore, but you will constantly get a flood of them.
2: Hmm.
1: So I mean I think that's that's pretty reasonable. I mean, in a world Apparently, of like yeah. $99 currency packs that you can purchase in unlimited
0: numbers. I, it's not that reasonable. I mean, because it's a little mobile game, it should be 20 bucks and you could do whatever you want.
1: I'll agree to disagree. I mean, I think relatively speaking, this is a pretty darn thing. Only because
0: you've been ruined by the glut of, we want $5,000 out of our whale customer games.
1: How many times do we spend $99 on um, Puzzle,
0: Puzzle and, and Dragons? Dragon? Yeah. How many years ago was that? We don't do that anymore. We, we wised up that yeah, this is that's baloney. True. That's
1: true. But I mean, compared to that, I mean, compared to the way that some games gouge you, Chris, this is.
0: I'm saying relatively but reasonable. But I'm saying that's the only reason you think it's reasonable. I and I agree.
1: <laughs> I remember I am saying that this is. I am not saying that this is reasonable. I am saying well, you that did this say is this relatively reasonable. reasonable. No, you
0: did say reasonable at first. Okay, I'm talking you off the ledge, or I'm trying to. <laughs>
1: it is reasonable now shut up and let me spend my $83 to... <laughs> <laughs> no <laughs> it is reasonable in comparison to other games where it is very easy to sink thousands and thousands of dollars into it and to get nothing out of it yeah <coughs> fire emblem here I I have to course. go fish up a new magic emblem. cards oh did you have to retire yep
0: because i had maxed out again
1: right so, I mean, that, and that's the other nice thing is, is because you're constantly changing Magikarps, even though I felt terrible for blowing up my Pokemon.
0: Tell them about the other thing that happened.
1: Um, so You had an
0: encounter with a nice birdie.
1: I did. And so there was a tree and it had berries on it and I jumped for one of the berries and a Pidgeotto came along and snapped stole me up and bird. carried me Just away. stole your
0: fish and you never saw it again. I never
1: saw it again. <laughs>
0: That was. I have
2: a feeling that if I run into like a cat Pokemon then I'm going to have the same tragedy which is going to be sad for me um, that I love my cat. you can
1: get Meowth by the way Meowth huh. is actually hey god let me go to my rewards yeah so um, if you finish the Great League Battle 15 which is the, the final battle in the Great League you actually get an amulet coin and Meowth will come and hang out at your pond
2: ooh no, I'm definitely gonna play this game to the end. Meowth is my favorite Pokemon.
1: And that's not even the end. Um <clears throat> that is League um four? Yes. Yeah, this looks like it's League Four. Yeah. Alright. So yeah, that's Magikarp Jump. A game that should be stupid but is like ridiculously addictive and, and there's a theme adorable. song and there's a theme song. Once you get a bigger pond, there's a TV on the edge of the pond and it plays the theme song of Magikarp. and you must watch it. It is amazing. All right. So enough fishy talk.
0: Fireball echoes. I just lost my Magikarp to yes. Pidgeotto.
2: Oh no! <laughs>
0: <laughs> He's so sad.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, one thing I do want to say is I love that they made like this perfectly androgynous character that it can really look like either a boy or a girl because you can't choose. They just kind of. Give
0: well, they're them wearing up. entirely too much clothing for the weather. <laughs> That's why. I just fished up a
2: calico Magikarp. There Yay! you go.
1: So, and the other cool thing is, is while you will recognize that your Pokemon has a pattern when it's little, it actually has to grow for you to fully discover what pattern it has. Which I think is cool because it's exciting. It's like grow up super fast. Yay! All right, should we talk about Fire Emblem Echoes?
0: Yes. Oh, I need to go to grief counseling.
1: Talk about Fire Emblem um, Echoes while you grieve.
2: I I am only on Act 2. I haven't had as much of a chance to play as I would like because I've been working crazy hours and just been wanting to pass out instead of playing games at night. But that being said, I am enjoying what I'm playing so far aside from the fact that the lack of the weakness wheel is really driving me crazy. It kind of well. One of my favorite strategies is to take like you know, like if there's a bunch of axe guys around, I'll take a lance guy and put him in the forefront and kind of lure them out, and then use like mages and uh, archers to pick them off. And, and you can't in this game, which that. Well, I I know I can still do that, but it's just in this game it's like well especially in some of the more random encounters like well I might as well just use the AI and hit charge and just let them deal with it (laughs) Um,
1: yeah so I mean I still use the lure strategy quite a bit um, to make sure that I don't get like surrounded by too many things at once yeah
0: uh, I'm playing on hard so yes I use that all the time because there's very few people who can tank against those monsters so yeah you don't want to get surrounded but there is a healer in one of the groups who can summon a bunch of disposable enemies. Yes, Allies. I saw that. That yes. is just hacks. Let me tell you. It is totally It's amazing. It makes me
1: wonder how... Those mirages are super aggressive and super attractive. Mm-hmm.
2: It makes me wonder how much of that you want to abuse, though. If they eat up your exp, though. Yeah, I mean,
0: that's the risk. But I also bought the season pass, so I have as many oh. XP max as I want. <laughs> I see, cheater. Uh I, I bought a product.
2: I know. I'm just giving you crap. I uh,
0: Bought a performance enhancing DLC.
2: <laughs>
1: You're saying you have <laughs> a fire emblem dysfunction? Yeah. It's a fed.
0: Yeah, fed. I've got, I've got fed. Uh, do you like how the Magikarp stars come out of it like it's pooping? <laughs> Have you noticed that? I
3: did. I didn't want to bring it up.
0: Yeah, it's totally what they're doing.
2: <laughs> well, now I won't be able to unsee it. Thank you. I know. You.
0: You're welcome.
1: Oh yeah, there's also a random encounter that um, Magikarp um and pikachu are hanging out
0: my everstone is broken everstone have zero one it's broken (gasps) (laughs) seriously yeah check it out
1: (gasps) what's gonna happen i don't
0: know what level do i need to get to
1: 20 well you need to be trainer level um 10
0: okay i'll let you know what happens trainer level
1: magikarp use splash but nothing happened.
0: All right, sorry. Back to Fire Pikachu Emblem.
1: Pikachu used Thundershock.
0: So I'm, I'm in Act 3. It's
1: super effective. Pidgeotto ran away.
0: Anna Marie is in, like, Act 20. What do you I'm
1: think? in Act 4. Okay. I am just finishing up... Well, minor spoiler. Act 1 is Alm, Act 2 is Celica, and Act 3 onwards, you are splitting your time between the two of them. Mm-hmm. So you play both of them within the same act. Um, so I am in Act 4 and I'm nearly done Selica's portion of the act.
0: Okay.
1: Yeah, I am having a lot of fun with this game.
2: Yeah, and um, I've been slowly getting into it a lot more especially since I started Selica's act and I killed the Necro Dragon and that one shrine and I was kind of going through the shrine and I didn't get a chance to play anymore last night, but after I did that. Uh,
1: I find that I like Selica's characters better.
2: Yeah, I kinda like that too. I especially like the mercenary that
1: oh, um, you get in her party. Um, Saber. Saber. I kept He's really I keep cool. wanting to call him Snake because Python is in the other party. <laughs>
0: Anna, you misunderstood how the diamond m- miner works. Oh? Yeah, you did the diamond miner by trading in 2,500 tickets? Yes.
1: Do you know how you get 2,500 tickets? No. You buy 5,000 diamonds.
0: Oh, okay. That's the only way?
1: Yeah. Tickets, you get tickets when you purchase stock. Okay.
0: Oh, but... Never mind. <laughs>
1: Carry on. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, I I I actually think I am the furthest. Um, so yeah, there's there are lots of optional characters that you can very easily miss is what I'm discovering because I'm like taking screenshots of like when I get new characters and then people tweet me it's like I don't have them. Where'd you get them?
2: I, I find that you have to like talk to everybody. Yes, and you, using often the exam repeatedly. button. <laughs>
1: And frequently, you have to go back and speak to them again after you've done the thing that they want or need. So I don't know if I want to spoil it any more than that. But yeah, I'm having a ton of fun with this game. I'm I'm totally into it. When I'm not playing Magikarp Jump, I'm playing Fire Emblem Echoes. And sometimes I'm playing both at the same time.
0: <laughs> it's easy to do. It is. Who's typing?
1: Kelly. Oh. Uh, no. She's No. Oh, okay.
3: Alice! My microphone's muted. It can't be me.
0: Um Then how are we talking? Because you're I using the wrong mic. <laughs>
3: oh, probably. Am I really far away? Yes. Yes. Oh my god, why? <laughs> I don't know. It's amusing. Skype. Skype, you're so bad.
1: <laughs> so um, are you guys, um, changing classes as soon as you're capable of doing so? Or are you guys Yes. Betting? Okay.
2: As soon as I'm capable.
0: Yes. Team, go for it. Team, go for it. Is that yes. what we're calling it? Yes. Oh, Alice, you just got closer now. Oh, there we go. Yeah. Now you can beat <coughs> yourself. <laughs> I can stop it. <laughs> I don't want to hear you drumming. Oh, she did. All right. Well.
2: I'm not sure if it works like Shining Force or not where you can kind of screw yourself over if you don't if you upgrade immediately.
1: No.
0: Well nobody has good answers. So the
1: the dilemma that you're going to run into very quickly is post level 10 the experience of uh, the experience curve gets brutal. Yeah. Like really brutal. Okay. And so there are there it there's kind of like three camps where it's like I have to train everybody to level twenty because that's what every other Fire Emblem game has taught me to do. And then there's camp I'm going to just change them over as soon as I can because I can. And uh Mila statues are few and far between. And then there's kind of like this middle camp that's like both of you guys suck. Level up to ten, and then change your class.
0: I like that camp
1: yeah, that's kind of where I'm sitting is i I typically take people up to ten, except for um mercenaries to dread fighters, because dread fighters can turn back into villagers,
0: yeah, that's a loop you could just yeah, that's you literally a you could, could just do, almost do as soon as eligible, yeah yep. Then eventually leave them as dread fighters.
2: Yeah, that. Oh, I can't wait to. Sets. I uh, can't wait to play more of this game. It's been, it's it been pretty fun good. so far. It, feels it
0: does like, feel it really feels gay. better than the last game to me.
1: Yeah, I'm. I'm having a ton of fun with it. So, I am actually going to try to finish it this week.
0: Well, go
2: you, man! You blew through it.
1: Yeah, we'll see. It's not if as I long. Actually, we'll see if I actually get, to get that far.
2: Well, speaking of blowing through games, I may end up finishing Persona 5 this weekend because it's a three-day week and I don't plan on doing anything on Monday. And I got through the sixth dungeon last night. Got the bad ending at first because I was
0: confused. (laughs) Okay. Yeah.
2: Apparently
0: it can happen.
2: (laughs) And then... Did the thing over again, it, and it kind of reminded me of the Clue movie, if you've ever seen it, where it's like, well, that, that's how it could have happened. Here's how <laughs> it actually Here's happens. Happened it.
0: Yeah.
2: And uh, even then, I, be, because of the cutscene that plays when you do it right, I still thought that I screwed it up. Ah,
0: uh, I know. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I know why you they say fake, that, and we can't say why. <laughs>
2: they fake you out so good. I that. was,
1: I'm sitting there on the couch panicking, and I'm like, "Chris, I think I did it wrong. Chris, I think we screwed it up. Chris, I don't think this is the right way." Like,
0: calm down, calm down. <laughs> I'm sure they thought this through.
1: <laughs> Anyways, um, Alice, what have you been playing this week?
3: Uh, which I'm one do you want to hear out first? first?
1: Um, Whatever has the most. Alphabet order.
3: Oh.
0: Okay, i order.
3: Oh, um, uh, chemical order. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So, um, city skylines.
1: Is there that an expansion be? that came out or something?
3: Yeah, there is. Um, so they've released a they released a, uh, they released a thing called Mash Transit. Um, kind of what it does, fairly self explanatory, I guess. The only thing I can't remember actually is what. What's because you know how I mean? Are you familiar with Paradox's DLC models?
1: Not really.
3: No. Because what they have a habit of doing is they tend to introduce new functionality um, like around the same time patches come out. So when, as an example, when uh, Utopia came out for Stellaris, uh, they also released Patch One Point Five. And sometimes I have trouble remembering which stuff is like new mechanics, which is given to everyone, and which stuff is. Um, like you have to buy the expansion for. Um, Cause I, I think a couple of the, like the more like the information views, I can't see them having added as a as a thing for the expansion. So being able to now see the traffic routes in your city, which I'm pretty sure you could do via add-ons previously because cities has a pretty vibrant modding community. Uh, but when it comes to things like new buildings, new transport methods and things like that, those were all stuff that were introduced by uh, buying the expansion pack. Um, as far as that's concerned, uh, they didn't listen to people who said they wanted uh, a helicopter option for Aww. getting people around. Uh, they instead added a blimps. Oh, perfect.
0: <laughs> I love it. Um,
3: <laughs> that's mass transit uh they have changed uh they've improved the ferries so that they can actually actually be used as mass transit um and uh there is also now a monorail or light rail system which kind of reminds me of the one that's used in Vancouver
1: Oh the SkyTrain
3: Yeah and in fact I think there is actually a mod out there already that turns it, it turns the uh carriages into Vancouver SkyTrain There You, go. you got to play
0: the sana no, no, because oh one of
3: the one of the previous one of the previous patches and or expansions already introduced uh, ground level tram lines, so those are already in. Um, what was they add? Actually, what they I add. I no, they added blimps. Oh, they added also for, for very vertical or mountainous cities. They also added cable cars. Oh, neat! That's cool. Because. Uh, for example, my main city, the one that I've been working on for a very long time is on a, is on a map that I downloaded from the, uh, steam workshop, uh, is a very mountainous city where the city center that I've built is actually on top of a mountain. Like there's a large like Mm -hmm. plateau area that I have a city built across and it's kind of useful because a lot of the lower ground is where my houses are. So I can now ship people up hills very quickly.
0: Well, I've heard about how you like to ship people. Sorry. Nothing. He's dumb ship. Dumb. Yeah, that was a dumb shipping yeah. joke, wasn't yeah.
3: it? Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. So that's pretty much what I've been doing. Where really, I was so I've just been working on my, uh, just been working on my my previous build. I've just thrown new things into it. The stuff that was introduced in the expansion and the patch. Solved a couple of my traffic problems because I had a couple of really bad traffic problems. Cool. Uh, so next, um, player unknowns battlegrounds. I've been yeah, to play that. I've been watching people um, play that all week. It's great. Did I had I got my number two finish when I was on the cast two weeks ago? I yep. don't. Oh, okay. Okay, yeah, I haven't actually managed to do anything better than that. Um. It is, I think this game is slowly turning both me and David into pillars of salt on occasion. <laughs> um, it is a very much game of, you know, you, it is definitely possible to have bad, uh, bad runs. Yeah. Quite a lot of them. <laughs> In fact, I think I just see David uninstalling it over there. <laughs> just to reinstall it later? Probably. Um, I the, the number two, I would say, is my best. I have not managed to get the elusive chicken dinner yet. Oh! I've just got to get better at those tense top tens. I've had a couple of top ten finishes, but actually getting to number t- number two, number eh, number two or number one has been difficult, sadly. As it should be. Oh yeah, it's it's a difficult game. Um just gotta keep going, I guess.
0: Cool. Just
3: gotta I know they've uh patched a few things and they're continuing to do their their weekly or sorry, their their monthly major patches.
0: Have you been uh, playing 20... any modded servers or, or matches? Like, no. No, no, no weapon spawns making. and it all everything has to come out of planes or stuff like that. I've only played
3: uh, matchmaking okay. so far, so maybe I'll try one of the custom ones at some point. I don't know. Okay. Uh. Oh, sorry. Um, I did play some. Uh, <laughs> uh. Which one comes first? I'm confused. Uh. I have not had a. I've not had a lot of sleep. Vanquish. Yeah yeah so uh the the ps3 uh the ps3 classic vanquish came out on pc um
0: i've never played that that's the platinum platinum first person shooter right it's not a first person
3: shooter it's a third person cover shooter oh it's what happens when the
0: developers of bayonetta
3: make a third person cover shooter okay i.e they attach rocket engines to your legs to allow you to sort of slide around between cover sensible yeah. Oh yeah, it, this this game is like cracktacular. Mhm. Um because I mean I mean even the storyline is like complete sort of Michael Bay kind of trashy action film <laughs> style when the the evil Russians take control of a a space station and then use its um solar panels to microwave San Francisco.
0: Yeah, all right. Sure.
3: Yeah, it's it's like it's totally uh, it's someone extreme. has to do your Facebook. Yeah, it comes across comes across as uh, it comes across as pretty self aware. But yeah, it's like kind of it, I think it knows that it's kind of like sort of Michael Bay tier trashy action film and just kind of runs with it. All right.
0: Um
3: And yeah, it, otherwise I mean otherwise it does actually just play as like a very well controlled cover shooter. Third person cover shooter with a slow mo mechanic as well, similar to the one in Bayonetta.
0: Was Vanquish the one with bow, or is that a different one? Uh, oh, right, that's a different no. One. Okay.
3: Yeah. yeah.
0: I don't
3: know. So, yeah. I, I say I personally would, would recommend it. Um, it was a, a game that I enjoyed a lot on the PS3. And of course, now it's on PC, means that it looks really shiny, runs at 60 FPS, you know, all the usual stuff. Platinum Games, highly recommended.
0: Just buy all their things right now. Stop listening, go play them, come back later.
3: Well, I mean, remember Bayonetta's on PC as well. It is. Is Bayonetta 2 on PC? Not yet. Yeah. That would be great if Bayonetta 2 came out on PC. Oh, well, just got to keep on hoping uh, Sega listens. Hey, do you know what would be really great, Sega. Remaster and then release on PC a version of Skies of Arcadia. You know you wanna do it.
0: English release of Fantasy Star Portable or Fantasy Star whatever it's called. Too. I don't think I don't
3: think Fantasy Star Online 2 is ever going to happen. That one. No, yeah. No, I Got don't it. think it's gonna happen.
0: Also a new Valkyria Chronicles that's a real Valkyria Chronicles. hmm
3: Well, yeah, I guess. Although and the fact that they didn't Skies did bring, of Arcadia bring, too.
0: I just I did, want uh, the skies
2: mo- of Arcadia.
3: Just at the moment, just a PC remastered port Skies of Arcadia would be great. If anything, make it, it would look, look nice. Yeah, if anything, it would drum up interest for a sequel. Yeah, I kind
0: of uh,
1: feel like at this point, if they haven't done anything with Skies of Arcadia, it's because they lost some of the assets.
0: Oh, interesting theory.
3: Oh, don't don't crush my hope like that.
2: But yeah, they put Vice in the Sega All-Stars racing.
0: Yeah, and he's yeah, in uh, and they also, Valkyria Chronicles as well.
3: Yeah, there's, there's, well, there's a trio of reference characters in, in Valkyria Chronicles. So, um, yeah. It's not like, it doesn't seem as though they've forgotten it, but if they do have to reconstruct things from scratch, that's definitely going to increase the amount of time we have to wait. Even though I feel like I've been waiting for you know most of my adult life. <laughs> most of my adult life hey I'm 30 late this year uh-huh. Uh-huh. Hey. you youngin thanks Chris
0: uh-huh.
3: um, and then and finally uh, the reason why I mentioned Warframe is um, I have been very much enjoying the frame introduced in the last update called Octavia uh, who was known in pre-release as Bard Frame.
0: Um, nothing to do Octav- with the My Little Pony Octavia No. Okay.
3: So uh, Octavia, as well as having the standard four abilities, or or more to the point, her four abilities work off something called the Mandacord, which is basically just a step sequencer, and you can compose your own tracks on it. Cool. So it's got like a a percussion track, a bass track, and a melody track.
0: (laughs) So you make music on your thing while it plays while you're running around shooting things.
3: Yeah, pretty much. Excellent. Or more to, well, actually, no, more to the point, her abilities work on that. Oh. So her abilities have things like um, it, this thing where she throws a circle and it sort of pulses to the to the beat, but it also deals damage. Uh, and it can be attached to her second ability, which is like a rollable, which also plays music. And it taunts enemies to attack it. So you can, like... Get this uh, ability that deals damage. Then you stick it on something that moves around and taunts enemies to attack it, and it's playing your music. Mm. Um, and there's a, her other two abilities are like very powerful buff-based abilities. But the third one requires you to uh, like time your actions in time to the beat in order to get buffs. And the fourth one uh, requires her to be using her other abilities because they need to be noisy. Mm uh as in the 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 buff gets stronger the louder things are so it's, it it's pretty it's like a really cool idea for a for a, a frame uh although admittedly because i lack creativity at the moment i am just using uh the main section of uh derest from the tron legacy soundtrack by daft punk
0: this is trippy all right and she turns into a metroid ball
3: Oh, no, she throws a Metroid ball out. Oh, I see. It looks
0: like a Metroid.
3: Okay. So, yeah. Good times.
0: That's what I've been leveling in... Uh, this is... This is, seems difficult to play. This is a high-skill character, isn't it? You have to practice. Because um, typically, um, a, a number of other frames have like
3: offensive abilities on all of their ability slots, all, all four of them. Because oh. um, Octavia has uh support abilities she can get a little bit tougher to play because you have to compensate for the fact that she might not have a lot of raw power Mm -hmm. although apparently her 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 buff ability her buff abilities because they also apply to her are also really strong right now so she might get nerfed who knows Mm
0: -hmm. good times good times And, I'm just looking at this music composer thing, and it's like, whoa! It's <laughs> a lot of work to yeah, do here. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty, and you can even you can save
3: songs. You can, yeah. I mean, admittedly, you only have five song slots, but it is possible to save songs and uh, then share them as well. Cool. So yeah, it's a
0: great idea. I love it.
3: Yeah, it's, an int- it's a definitely an interesting idea for uh, a Warframe and wasn't one that I was expecting them to do, sort of thing. Oh, yeah. like a kind of sound-themed one. Bearing in mind there already is kind of a, a, a noise-themed one in Banshee. Um, but, you know, I, there are different ways to do different concepts, and if they can keep on releasing interesting frames, uh, I've heard there's one called Harrow coming up, as in H-A-R-R-O-W. Um, but I don't really know anything about that one. Uh, all I can think of when I hear the name in a Warframe context is like medieval
0: plague doctors. Hmm. All right. So there you go. Power Lord says, I haven't gotten far enough in the game to unlock Octavia as I've only just arrived on Neptune. No, still, that's a fair, fair way in. And Harrow is pretty much Sniper Frame. Oh, is
3: it uh, no, Sniper Frame? Because we've, we've already got Gunslinger Frame, I guess, which is Mesa.
0: Oh, uh, okay. Yay, yeah yeah. All right. Warframes. That's Alice. I think we've talked about everything I've played except a little tiny bit of Disgaea 5 as well um, through most of the first chapter and not much beyond because um, I don't have a good excuse. I should have played more Disgaea 5 this week and instead I, I put that time into Final Fantasy XI and Fire Emblem Echoes. And oh my gosh, am I still playing Final Fantasy XI? Alice, help me! Yeah, um, I, you just stop. I've got 450 job points on Black Mage now. Um, yeah, I've been leveling and getting. I've got a full set of Merlinic gear. I've got lots of things. I've been progressing. So the problem is, I made friends in a Link Shell, and now we're like doing things together, and it's like cool. And I mean that's how that works right we we have some final fantasy 14 news so we could know i know that's that's what makes me feel bad it's like in a month i'm gonna feel like i should stop playing 11 altogether and play 14 but none of these people want to play 14 they all played it like when it was early on and quit it and stuff so
3: yeah, like well cuz that pretty much sums up like 50 or maybe even 75 to 80% of the people still playing Final Fantasy 11 as the yeah, you're who right. didn't play Final well, They 14. don't
0: want 14, they don't want WoW, they don't want modern MMOs, they want things that feel more like 11. It feels so bad yeah. for them when 11 actually goes offline.
3: Well, I mean, as long as from what I understand, it's still making Square Enix money somehow. The server hardware required to run Final Fantasy XI probably doesn't consume that much server budget anymore.
0: Yeah, good point. It's
3: not exactly the most, uh, you know, sort of strenuous MMO on the market, even if it was back in 2002. probably dwarfed by
0: the support costs.
3: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I imagine it's uh, probably more likely to be costly on their customer service department than anything, Mm. given that they have to keep a customer service department employed across three regions.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, I'm pretty sure they don't I think they just have either I think they just have a few people in North America that do support
3: Uh, What about Japan?
1: Okay, and Japan But I don't think they offer multi-five in Europe or anything like that
3: I thought they did Uh, I was under the impression they still had a European customer support team for uh, for 11, even though it may be absolutely tiny Okay
1: I I mean, uh, I I could be wrong
3: they could be I mean I imagine they they may still be work they may be working in the same offices as the fourteen team. Yeah. So you've already got the office rent taken care of. It's literally just the cost of the people.
1: Yeah, I have to wonder if maybe the eleven people work on fourteen when they don't have eleven stuff.
3: Maybe. I I don't know anything about Square Enix's practices with regards to uh, um, CS. I do know I that
1: if you're working on one of their MMOs, that you have to play the MMO and they give you time during the work day to do that, to make sure that you well, understand I mean, what's gen- going on. Generally,
3: yeah, I was going to say, it's generally speaking a good idea just from the perspective of people who understand the game are more likely to be able to offer good service. It's a little bit like a recommendation for the company that I, or, a, you know, a, a, a suggestion from the company that I work for that using the products that you sell is a good idea to familiarize yourself with them. Which I do. I have a staff, because I have a staff discount on it. I use my company services for email hosting.
0: Yo, 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 yo. You got that Office 365 in the sky. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, lots of it. Lots of it. I went to Sky and we killed some Escaruan NMs. That was a different sort of Sky. All right. So. I think we're done with what we've been playing?
1: Yes. Alright.
0: Anna and I will be playing uh Bratfest later.
1: Beep 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 beep
0: beep. Wisconsin's Oops. largest Brat, f- the world's largest bratwurst festival, right, Anna? I don't know. We eat the most brats here, that's for sure. Yeah. It's so Wisconsin. Alright. It- <laughs> Let's go to g- that
2: just sounds like heartburn waiting to happen. Mm, I can't wait.
0: Oh, let's see. What are we doing with the uh, with the news? Anna, we've got a promotion going on. Yeah, we do. What is up with this? Who so made this?
1: We're partnering up with GOG.
0: Okay. And you can good win. old games.
1: And you can win. They're not good old games anymore. Yes. Yeah, They're thing. actually just GOG.
0: Oh, whatever. I hate it when people like try to pretend their name didn't mean something else. IBM. Yeah.
2: KFC. K-H-P.
1: T.L.A.s. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, so um,
0: Apple. I mean, come on. Oh wait, never mind. <laughs> yeah, Santa.
1: Yeah, so you have uh, lots of ways to do it. Um,
0: you don't know yeah, the ways, do you?
1: There's like eight ways to enter, and it's like go to, go to our go, site, go to RPGamer, oh, share. On I have social not media. seen it on their site.
0: I okay. think it's on their social media to get to it. it it's is. on our site as well. Yeah. We have a little widget. What do people win? What are are you going to do? What are you going to get?
1: Um, five people...
0: Um, win... You don't know.
1: It's not super clear.
0: Hmm.
1: Oh, here we go. Yeah. Um... You get Regalia of Men and Monarchs, Power oh, of Eternity, and Tyranny from GOG.
0: Oh, those are good games yes. to get. Well, yeah, I don't know like about the first RPGs. one. It's three RPGs. The other two, I think, have sounded pretty good. Okay. That's good. So,
1: yeah. Go enter our contest. Go enter games. the
0: contest and, like, sign up for all the social medias. Because I don't know why. You get free stuff. Maybe. Uh, let's see. We had big news story about Fun Fantasy fourteen. Alice, did you pay attention to this this week?
3: Um, I've been following the. Uh, I didn't actually watch the live letter myself, but I have been kind of following the fallout. So, all
1: right. So this week there was a letter from the producer,
0: which is a video. Yes, figure.
1: and so Alex, bless his soul, um, did some cliff notes. Um, these are not. To be considered wholly inclusive, but this is kind of the stuff that he pulled out of there. So the letter pointed out that there are some major issues with 14 right now. Um, they feel it's overly complex. There are more actions than a hot bar space. Um, there's a real overemphasis on um, like status. This management. feels a lot like we heard
0: with World of Warcraft yeah, going it? into the current yeah. expansion. Um,
1: There is a a disparity in the DPS DPS of DPS classes. And um, there's a concern with a lack of synergy between jobs. Um, So one of the things that they are going to be doing is um, getting rid of some of the actions that you can do now. And some of those are going to be replaced with um, role-specific actions. So, for example, if you are a tank... Um, every tank class will get the same action, every melee DPS will get the same action, all the range DPS will get the same action. Some of these are going to be new, some of them are going to be changed, some of them are going to be renamed, some of them are just going to be alright removed. Um, one of the other things that they're doing is they are going to remove the requirement for a secondary class. So, for example, right now to get to your secondary class, you need level 30 in one class and level 15 in a second class. And which of those two combined together um, varies from class to class. But, for example, moving forward, you won't need level 15 conjure to become a paladin. Um, they are also changing healers over um, to use mind for both healing and damage. Ooh. Um, which will be nice because the problem is is when you play... Um, healer class is solo right now. Is that you need to have both int and mind, so it's kind of dumb.
3: Yep. Well, no. You what you did is you used an ability called Cleric Stance, which White Mages learned, which uh, switches your mind and intelligence stats. Oh, okay. Um, now all that is being removed, and Cleric uh, Cleric Stance is being changed into a generic like buff ability that gotcha. increases your. Uh, stuff for a, a short period of time and then wears off
1: okay um one of the things that they are definitely looking forward to is creating some job synergy so um for example one of the things that they're going to do is um make melee dps more party focused so for example the monk which is kind of a solo class right now um will be able to do party buffs um debuffs and then they're also kind of killing some of its um, crazy overpowered combos Um, they are changing up the HUD um, so that when you are in a specific uh, role so tank uh, healer, range dps, melee dps your um, role specific abilities are like easy to access Um, they, they want to have an emphasis on visual rather than numerical clues for what's going on. And yeah, they're they're talking about like... The, oh, the DPS classes are all over the place in terms of how much DPS they do. So they want to kind of fix that. Um, and yeah, this does sound like WoW patch notes, Chris. Um, they are discussing the removal of unused and underused actions. Um, they are automatically replacing upgraded spells so that you can only use one slot to cast all of them. Um, And it auto-chooses the version based on your current level, whether it's just your outright level or synced level. Um, But they will keep AoE and single-target spells um, separate. So Thunder and Thunder 3 are considered one spell. Thunder 2 and Thunder 4 are considered one spell. They won't overrate themselves. Um, but ultimately, their goal is to keep the total number of actions in 4.0 um, equal to or preferably less than those in 3.0.
0: Okay.
1: Um, and then they did some PvP changes, and I I don't know anybody that PVPS in 14. Um, but yeah, they're they have issues with the level restrictions being too high. There's too many job actions. They are struggling to. Um, balance pvp versus pve um and they feel like pve in general is just very complex um so they're going to make pvp specific hot bars they're going to make um uh, they're going to change the level restrictions um yeah let's skip past that yeah um so and then they're going to do what they call scenario shortcuts and job level boosting items
0: yeah so here we go now how do i pay to win they
1: they want to alleviate the playtime disparity between new and veteran players casual versus hardcore
0: so do i get a free level 60 um no of course not no not quite the wow um, strategy ultimately
1: they want it to take less time to reach end game and you have more opportunity to play with we want you to take less
0: time but only if you're willing to pay
1: Correct. Yeah. So you could purchase. You um, can skip
0: past all the old quests. Yes. Or the, you know, they got, the, they they broke this up. Yep. You can skip past the, 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 a Realm Reborn story stuff. For 18 bucks, you can pay money to not play the story. And then you can pay 25 bucks to not play the Heavensward story. Doesn't that sound fun?
1: Which is almost up to current content. That's yeah. 3.5 cents. Well, I mean,
0: you'd be ready to go with the new expansion <laughs> right. after that, Anna. Um, and, and then for $25, be... you can jump up to level 60. It's all separate purchases. Don't you feel great? Mm-hmm. $68. Uh, the heavens...
3: Go ahead. The Heavensward one includes the Realm Reborn one just FY Oh, it does? Up. Oh. Okay. Yeah. At which right. point, I believe the two together are cheap, still cheaper than World of Warcraft's That's true. actual level Except boost. Except World of Warcraft gives you a free
0: one with the expansion.
3: Yeah, but you have to bear in mind the expansion is kind of orientated towards people who don't need it.
0: Mm.
2: So. Um, just chiming in here, I wish WoW had a tiered approach to the level boosting. Seriously? Because if if I could pay ten bucks to skip Warlords, I would pay ten bucks on every character. <laughs>
0: Well, they, they don't have a tiered approach to level boosting here either, though. So yeah, it's they just, do. No. You're skipping levels with a separate purchase than skipping score, story content. Anna. Oh. Yeah. So and what, also, you, what it's you said... It, it's weird. It's a, it,
3: it's a separate one for each... Uh, it's a separate one for each... Um, uh, each class with two limitations. Limitation, the first, is... You are, will only be able to apply one level boost prior to patch 4.1. Yep. The the second is uh, there are no boosts for red mage or samurai.
1: Which yeah. are the two
3: new jobs? Which makes some yep. sense.
0: But what what's weird? Well, not weird. So you've got a, a boost for your getting through the story quests, which is so that you can do the new story content with friends, right? So that's one thing. Then you have a separate boost for getting up to the level to be able to actually do those story quests with your friends. Um, and that that level boost thing is only per job. So you, all your jobs don't get raised to sixty; just one job that you pick gets raised to sixty. And you can only do one per account until patch four point one. And we don't know what the level will be at that point. No, I imagine capital, they might just they
3: might just um, uh, unrestrict it entirely once four point one
0: hits so if you do spend the 25 bucks to level a job to 60 which um you know if that's all you need to do that kind of feels better than wow it's like i just have this one job i want to get it to 60 so i can start playing end game with my friends i've already done everything else um that that would feel pretty good like 25 bucks is not too bad you get a full level set of 60 a full set of level 60 gear um all the job quests are done through level 60 and you have hall of the novice access granted i don't know what that is it's just uh,
3: a nice little tutorial for playing your chosen role. Yeah, it's, oh, okay. It's kind
1: of like the training thing that you do for bronze and silver and gold and WoW. Cool. Um, yeah, so the scenario shortcut when you buy your way out of content, you get a Chocobo, you get a Grand Company. It uh, marks all the dungeons as cleared and all dungeon-related quests um, as cleared. Um, and you can actually just go back and view all of the cutscenes from your
0: in. Which would work great if all the story-related content was only in cutscenes, But I don't think that's how that works in this game. I think there's some that's through the quest interactions and, and stuff.
1: And when you boost yourself, you get a full level, full set of level 60 gear, including weapons. All job quests up to level 60 get completed. All job actions up to level 60 have been learned. Yeah, we, we said that. Okay. No. Yeah. I didn't
0: hear you say that's that. That's all right. Good. so
1: yeah that's that's how you buy your way to fame in in 14
0: buy to win
3: hey i was thinking of getting one anyway because i have no tank at uh, 60
0: yeah uh, so that that does make some sense like man i don't want to level this to 60 but i really want i mean i'm, I'm
3: up to date on all other i'm up to date on all other content it's um but you know i wouldn't buy i mean hell if i was midway through Heavenswood, i'd probably just try and finish it at this point mm. um and the, the other position to be in is if you do have something at level 50, um, I hear that uh, when Stormblood comes out, if you have Stormblood registered on your account, you don't need to access, specifically access Stormblood areas, or at the very least, I don't think you have to clear the story up to Stormblood in order to access Red Mage or Samurai, but I could be wrong on that one.
2: Hmm.
1: So basically the way that um, Death Knight worked.
3: Yeah, although the thing about Death Knight, Astrologian, and Machinist is uh, that the quests that you had to do in order to unlock them were all required Heavensward access, and you only got Heavensward access if you were up to date.
1: I meant in World of Warcraft.
3: Oh, right. Yeah. I I don't think it's going to be quite like that, Um, but I'm not sure how much access is required to get Red Mage or Samurai, like how much you have to have cleared through Heavensward in order to get them. And I'm I'm not the right person to, to ask because I'm up to date in heaven's word and I'm going to be unlocking both as soon as the expansion comes out. Particularly since they released the job trailer and also showed off gameplay for both new jobs.
0: So it sounds like if item. I'm interested in playing uh, the new expansion, I should buy the thing that skips the story for the first two and then start playing a Red Mage and level it up to 60. <laughs> right?
3: Um yeah if that's possible because I, I again I don't know if okay. that's the case or not. So well you you you'll have to wait and see if they release further information which I imagine they probably are. I mean I think I mean when's E3? A uh, couple uh, weeks.
1: 13 to to 15 so two
3: weeks from yeah, the Tuesday. Yeah so um Final Fantasy Final Fantasy 14 if you've pre-ordered starts early access on the 16th. Mm-hmm. So E3 does happen prior to um, Stormblood coming out. Um, out of
2: curiosity, does this game have the equivalent of heirloom gear to get EXP boost?
3: Nope. No, so instead what it does is give you a flat bonus to EXP for any class that's lower than your highest level. Oh, oh okay. you
1: also get a hat. You get a hat? Yeah, that gives you like crazy good experience up to level 10, I think.
3: Okay. Yeah, and also uh, there's a ring you can get from finishing Hall of the Novice that gives you uh, increased EXP gain up to level 30.
0: Ooh. Yeah, I have that too. It's awesome.
3: Oh, you got that. Um, okay. And apparently the earrings uh, that you get for pre-ordering Stormblood, I think, also have an EXP boost attached to them that works similarly to the ring. Mm. So, it's, uh, something to... Uh,
0: so my question is, if I go and buy this story thing to get through Heaven's Word... A, am I going to really regret not playing through the Heavensward stuff? And B, um, how long will it take me to watch all these cutscenes in the in room? <laughs> uh, probably a few hours.
3: There's a lot of cutscenes, and it it does try to add like literally everything to the cutscene book. Oh, each good. quest. Is- each quest is listed there, but there's also, like, a slider to pick which cutscene from that quest you want to see, and some of them have, like, 11 options.
0: Wow. Okay. So can, you can I just, can I just it. set it to cinema mode and sit back and let it just autoplay? Uh, I don't believe so. Oh, lame.
3: But, um, I mean, to me, I quite enjoyed Heavenswood. I thought it was a good expansion, had a good start, it had a good plot, it was interesting and fun to play. Um... If I was in a position where I was level fifty and Stormblood came out, and I really want to play Red Mage, and I had to get through Heavenswood, then I might have considered skipping it. But
0: it's—I'm in a position where I'm level thirty, and Stormblood is coming out, and I haven't even finished Realm Reborn. Mm. See, that's difficult. Is that my question of the week, Anna? What, (laughs) how to catch up? No, too generic are too specialized. All right. Shall we move on to the new story since no one seems to happen. Well, I was going to mention
3: uh there was um the other thing that was shown off by the as well as showing off some of the new job actions, bearing in mind um that I think the live letter had a little bit of um like actual gameplay footage the job actions trailer is um like an entirely a Uh, non-UI presentation with one exception which is all character classes now have some kind of resource meter that they have to manage um that is basically stylized to uh whichever job you're playing think of um like the the rune counter that was on death knight in world of warcraft cool but given to given to every character in uh, every class in order to sort of differentiate class mechanics so that'll be interesting mm-hmm. yeah i really want to play red mage and i can't wait for the expansion uh anyone who is currently in the free company on leviathan um there is a discord invite in the uh, message of the day um so we, We can try and coordinate a little bit better going into Stormblood for those people who are more interested in doing crafting, raiding, whatever. People are welcome.
0: Cool. All right. Anna, we got news. Capcom is re-releasing Dragon's Dogma Dark Risen, this time on PS4 and Xbox One. I don't know what that is. That's the that's the game where you can send your pawns into other people's games and um, you're climbing up, I don't know go look it up, Dragon's Dogma people said it was good I haven't played it someone gifted it to me as part of the RPGamer Christmas thing because like, you haven't played Dragon's Dogma, oh my gosh they reacted to me like when I told you I haven't seen Wally yet really? yeah mm. like what self-respecting RPGamer can't have played Dark Arisen or Dragon's Dogma yet. It's not allowed. I
2: haven't played it
0: either. Yeah, exactly. Alright. Larian Studios has announced the release date for Divinity Original Sin 2. I'm excited. September twenty four September 14th, 2017 is the release date for Divinity Original Sin 2. So, there you go. Who's excited for that? Just me? Yep. Oh. You gotta play with me. We got Game Master Mode. Gotta organize something. All right, September is gonna be a busy month, Anna.
1: Uh.
0: Uh, In the meantime, before, well, before that, you can play Cat Quest. You can play Cat Quest, Anna. It's coming to PS4, PC, Switch, iOS, and Android. So take your pick of the Platform? Yes. Cat Quest is an action RPG where you run around as a cat with a sword and you swing it and you kill things. And there's spells and all this sort of stuff. We've got two trailers up on the site. You can go check it out. I think it will be cheap. But I don't know. When's it coming out? Summer. Summer of 2017. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Ease 8 got an announcement for a release date September 12th, 2017. There are more stuff in September in uh, North America and Europe in September 15th. Kelly, you going to pre order Ease 8?
2: I already have it pre-ordered. All right. The
0: collector's edition. Hey, guess what? Tell me if you heard this before. Um, Aldol wakes up on an island and has to like, you know, deal with things. He's stuck on this island.
2: Spoiler alert, man. <laughs> Jeez, I don't know how that game's going to start. <laughs>
0: it's like every other uh, every other game, right? Yeah. It's but like literally me... every E's game
2: <laughs> that uh, gives me 2 months to finish uh 6 and 7.
0: Hmm. Uh oh, we got a little bit of a Square Enix block here, Anna. hmm. Um, the Fi- Square Enix has says uh, they're trying to figure out which Final Fantasy 15 DLC to make.
1: <laughs> so I just they they did a survey that was like which DLC would you want, and mm-hmm. it was like. Arden's past, Lunafrey's activities, Chorus' activities, Ifrit's betrayal, uh, you know, like playing as Iris, playing as Lunafreya, um, a harder difficulty. And um, I think everybody voted for everything.
0: They left everything as an option? No, I'm
1: sorry. Um, This is a new poll. Okay.
0: I'm confused. So,
1: this is a poll that I can't tell where they're running this.
0: Okay. Well, uh, they put this poll.
1: I think it's in the game. Yeah,
0: in the game. Yep. It's a tur- it's a survey on the title screen. Yeah. Uh, it'll run to the end of June, and you pick a, yeah. It,
1: but, I mean, here's the thing is, everybody's going to want all, all of yeah.
0: these. I know, right? Like, we don't want content. Like, since when is that an answer? Never. Right. Uh then they're talking about Final Fantasy Seven. Um
1: They are hiring more staff.
3: Um, don't you need staff to make games. Yes. Am I missing something? Apparently they didn't like, have enough.
1: Like they didn't yeah, have enough. And I mean I think part of this is is we knew that some staff working on seven was borrowed from other parts of Square Enix like Kingdom Hearts three. Mm-hmm. And so, I suspect most of the staff that they borrowed from other places got called back to their original teams to do, you know, whatever their original teams Called team back
0: to doing. their original planets? Yeah. Except really? Beltman.
1: So, not only are they hiring for the Final Fantasy VII Remake, but in the Square Enix financial statement... Yeah. They say in terms of Kingdom Hearts 3 and the Final Fantasy 7 remake, we plan to launch each of these upcoming titles in the next three years or so.
0: Yeah, they have a whole slide. So, fiscal year 2017 um, slash third quarter says uh, Final Fantasy 15 stuff, Rise of the Tomb Raider stuff, Deus Ex, Mankind Divided. I don't know what's going on. Um, like how can all this be what are they doing in these games this year world of final fantasy and near automata that's what they have list listed and it's like what that's that's their release lineup for 2017 slash three is a bunch of games that are already out so i don't know i don't really understand that um and then if we look to the right of that we've got the actual st- oh th- okay so this is this slide is just terrible there's all games that are already out. And then here's the middle slide, which is stuff that's actually coming out later this year, which includes Dragon Quest Eleven, <laughs> Not in the US. Fantasy, Fantasy Twelve, The Zodiac Age. We'll finally get here. And then it looks like a new... Um, uh, what's that? Uh, their version of Monopoly game? Itadaki Street, right? Itadaki Street. Yeah, it looks yeah. like one of those. 30th Anniversary Edition. Um, that won't be out here, most likely. We've gotten one of those, I think, like on the Wii, right?
2: Yeah, it was a Mario
0: one. Yeah. Um, Final Fantasy... And then the rest is all listed for quarter three of 2018 and beyond. Um, and that's Kingdom Hearts 3, Final Fantasy seven Remake, and some Marvel game. They list, It just says Marvel IP license. We don't know what. And, uh, and then as in a summary statement was the comment about within the next three years or so. Like, okay. We don't really know. We don't know. We don't know. But let me tell you, Anna... If you want to play games in your in your browser? Mhm. Well, have I got promising things for you. Okay, tell me about them. So, not only so they they list all the games they've brought out so far, right? Uh-huh. But then coming up um, there's a Star Ocean browser game which says 2016 of December. I didn't know if that's already out and died or what cuz I haven't heard of it. There's a Decidia Opera Omnia game coming that's supposed to have been out in February of this year. Okay. It's not out in English, that's for sure. And then 2017 Bravely Default Fairies Effect.
1: Oh, yeah. I want to play that.
0: That ain't out here either. So, but aren't you excited? No?
1: Not really. I'll be excited when they're out.
0: So, one of the weird things about this is uh, their fiscal years are weird. So, a lot of get- things coming out later this year are actually in fiscal year 2018. So... When I said fiscal year 2018 earlier, that was a misunderstanding. Like, when I said 2018 for the earliest it'll come out, that doesn't mean that it wouldn't come out this year. That just means, uh whatever. It's weird. Weird. Fiscal year 2017, I think, ends in March of 2017. This is so strange. Their years are weird, Anna. Whatever. I don't want to read that anymore. We'll just keep with that next three years or so. Instead of trying to interpret financial talk.
1: Yeah, I mean, I've just kind of gotten to the point where in terms of Square Enix, I'll get excited when the game's actually out.
0: Or at least you can pre-order it.
1: Yeah, even then I'm not getting that excited.
0: Oh, really? All right. Well then, um, with that... uh, (laughs) Not to be outdone, Game Freak is also hiring developers.
1: For a Nintendo 3DS RPG. Hmm.
0: Not really sure what sort of game it is. Well, it's Does not it? Pokemon because okay.
1: they've said that Pokemon's done on the 3DS, right? Did they really? Okay. Yeah.
0: No. Maybe.
1: Kind of feel like they did. Oh, and like out of freaking nowhere, Monster Hunter Double Cross Switch was announced, like on Twitter.
0: It was during a live stream of their championship event. So that's what happened. It actually
1: went on Twitter before the championship event began.
0: Oh, really? Yes. Okay. And there's a trailer now, and you can watch So you can transfer
1: your save between your 3DS and Switch versions. Mm -hmm. You can also The 3DS version,
0: which is also only out in Japan. And this game has also only been announced for Japan. You can
1: also copy your Monster Hunter Cross 3DS data to the double cross Switch. But you can't change it but you can't switch it you can't it move back. it back right. right but
0: that's okay that's what I want. I want I want a localized version of Double Cross so Generations Plus or whatever um, you want to call Capcom it
1: Capcom has also confirmed that when this launches on August 25th in Japan the only language support it will have is Japanese oh. like I don't know why people thought it might be otherwise well whatever. they were
0: hoping it would be otherwise because you could just buy Japanese games right. on the store from right. the US and real I understand easy.
1: that but it's also like that would be weird for Capcom to do it. Most of the people that have put um English language support into a game is a game that has already come out in English. Did Double Cross come out in English?
0: Nope, but generations did. Okay. The, the single version of Cross. Single Cross. Okay. Monster Hunter Cross came out in English.
1: Yeah, but they would be localizing Double Cross for a Japanese release. Yeah. No, nah, that sounds ridiculous. No, I
0: mean an eight four play did it, so like they need they would need to be involved in all that. So right.
1: And then we have lots of reviews.
0: Yay, reviews!
1: We have a Caligula Effect review.
0: It doesn't do so well.
1: We have an Ease 7 Retroview.
0: Uh, who reviewed that? Oh, he liked it. Go read that.
1: Uh, we have a Dragon Quest Heroes 2 review.
0: Oh, Sam reviewed that. Not as good, but not terrible.
1: And then we have a Cosmic Star Heroine review.
0: And that did... Okay. Did all right, yeah.
1: So I don't know if you guys saw the uh, the thread for Cosmic Star Heroine. No, what happened? I said any game starring me deserves a five out of five.
0: That's fair.
1: And Gaijin answered and said, while the Meownagement understands how this might be pause for concern, the inclusion of an extraterrestrial green kitty as a size boss, along with facing lesser brethren as minor. And meows and finding a weapon named in her honor makes this game at meows to pause adjacent. Oh. Thus, we must regretfully come to the I thought conclusion you could be recruited. that it cannot reach perfection. I can.
0: Oh. oh, you can. Okay.
1: Yeah, you have to beat me first.
0: All right. That was very good. Yes. Very done. Very well. Done. The enclosure of an the extraterrestrial
1: enclosure. green kitty as a side boss.
0: hmm. You were enclotted.
1: So I then replied, "I will accept the Amaze Balls five out of five post in lieu of a five out of five review." <laughs>
0: uh, we have some brief news stories for you. Boxers? No, just briefs. Oh. Uh, Digimon Story Cyber Sle- Sleuth Hacker's Memory uh, has a new thing called Domination Battles, which is about um, as you're fighting, you're taking over territory on the battlefield. So you have to go back and forth and change all the colors to your color, and then you then you win. Um so that'll that's a new mechanic for that. Uh Karakau, Karakau Karakau Games. Games announced
1: like a spiritual sequel to El Shaddai, El Shaddai. Ascension of the Metatron. The new game is directed by the same guy, uh Sawaki and is called The Lost Children and it's coming to PS4 and Vita this Japan in Japan this summer.
0: No US release yet.
1: Um we got Final Fantasy 12 the Zodiac Age soundtrack sample trailers.
0: Yeah, so go listen to the songs in their new forms.
1: Um, Radiant Historia has been giving a big ton of details about their third timeline and the new dungeons involved in that.
0: They've got, like, v- videos up of that, right?
1: Yep. Um, Dragon Quest Rival Rivals Card Battle was announced for smartphones. So it's a Dragon Quest collectible card game for mobile.
0: Oh, that's what that... I saw it on the slide sheet and I was confused. All right yes so when do we get that never it's japan japan only for now yeah japan all right so let's see (laughs) sorry (laughs) i was showing uh anna the street fighter 2 announcer last night so
1: people are freaking out because in street fighter 2 for the switch they change ussr to russia and people just can't handle that anyways carrying on with rpg news
0: all right, so uh, there's a kick IndieGoGo going on for Eternal Blade Two. That's spelled A E T E R N O Blade Two. They're on IndieGoGo. You can go watch their their pitch video, see if you want to back it. They want thirty thousand. They're at sixteen hundred. Um, thirty five bucks gets you. That's their featured their featured tier. That gets you the game and the season pass, um, volume one, whatever that means. If you just want the game, it's ten bucks. And if you want to spend tons of money It is $5,000 You get to be a playable character (laughs) So Anna If you want to be in this game too (laughs) I'll pass $5,000
1: I could be in games for
0: free $5,000 I don't remember if Eternal Blade 1 was good or not
1: (laughs) Um, It wasn't my kind of game
0: It was on the 3DS right? No Yeah No To the Googles! Eternal Blade for 3DS. Also on PS4. So deal with it.
1: Okay.
0: Yeah. All right, let's talk, about, let's talk about our feedback. If you want to provide feedback for the show, podcast.rpgamer.com is the email address. Forums.rpgamer.com is where the message boards are. And, of course, um, we have 608-729-4098 for voicemails. Victor writes in and says, I've never been able to finish a single RPG adapted from tabletop games. That was our question of the week. What do you want to see adapted from tabletop or vice versa? Um, I've never been able to finish a single RPG adapted from tabletop games, including the many ones based on Dungeons & Dragons. They tend to be either too slow-paced or too convoluted in their rule systems. But if an RPG came out based on the D&D-inspired Order of the Stick webcomic, I'd buy it or Kickstarter back it immediately. I love it. Aaron emailed us and said, What board game would I want to be turned into a board game? A video game? Betrayal at the House on the Hill. For those unaware of the nature of the game, it's essentially a co-op roguelike in the form of a board game. It's set in a haunted house with basically every horror trope that you assemble room by room as you move through it, collecting items and encountering creepy events. This probably sounds pretty boring, but here's the twist. At some point at this game... There, an event will be triggered that turns one of the players into the traitor bet you didn't see that come in if you've played modern board games um and the other players have to work together against that person there may be 50 scenarios for this and each of them has a completely different way for both the traitor and the survivors to win so sounds like they give the traitor a specific objective that defines whether or not they'll be a winner um I think Betrayal would be a great video game because as I said, it's essentially a roguelike in terms of structure. There would have to be some embellishing and changing of things to make it work more like a video game, but if done well, I think it could be fantastic. Uh, It says, uh, I just recently started listening to the show and I've been enjoying it very much. Thank you. My only gripe is that no one has been playing Cosmic Star Heroine, my absolute favorite RPG of the year so far.
1: I'm waiting for the Vita version.
0: Anna's waiting for the Vita version. I'm waiting for when I can be Weaned off of Final Fantasy Eleven. <laughs>
1: we'll see when
0: that happens. Um let's see. RP Gamer uh tweets. Uh we got some tweets in for, for responses here. Uh Dave on Twitter says a video game version of the new Star Wars RPGs, a la never winter nights for third three point five edition. That's what they'd like to see. So that's kind of more Kotor, really. Um Pete on Twitter says the correct answer is hungry hungry hippos, but really King of Tokyo. <laughs> i haven't played king of tokyo i've had the opportunity to and i skipped out that night and i shouldn't have because i've heard really good things about it
1: i have never heard of the board game king of tokyo king of tokyo yeah look it up you've seen it it.
0: you've seen it like on store on shelves at packs and stuff okay i guarantee you because it's got a nice looking box art so just google that um let's see Oh, our question of the week. We have a new question of the week. This is great. What crappy RPG character needs a mobile game?
1: Oh yeah. So I'm, I'm looking like, forward to
0: this. So this is like giving Tingle a mobile game, right? <laughs> yeah. So what He already had two games. I know, I know. That's Maybe. why in that vein, what what sort of games can this guy have? Or right. come up with a crappy RPG character who needs a mobile game. Yeah. <sighs> I think uh I think Pause needs a mobile game. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: She's not crappy.
0: Say, he, well, he's not crappy. Whatever he is, what I say,
2: say Quina from Final Fantasy. Oh 9. no, it's Quinoa!
0: Yeah, it's an eating game. Yeah, it's one of those um, made-to-order. Like, have to cook all the food and deliver it to Quina's uh, Quina's stomach really fast, right? Uh, Either uh, that,
2: or it'd be frog catching. Oh no, I don't want to do more frog catching.
0: No. I had enough frog catching in Final Fantasy XV. Alright. Uh, we have two new releases coming out this week. Ease Origin on the PS Vita, apparently. Which I don't really Yay. understand. Have you been waiting for that? Yeah. Yeah, Is this, like, just a limited physical version? Because I thought it was already um, out.
2: Uh, n- it was on on the ps4 i've been waiting for the vita version so that i can play it portably because i've been playing all the other ones portably and limited run games is going to be doing one and i'm going to try and obtain that one
0: all right so this was first released on pc in 2006 wow okay and this is um is this like a ease origin does that imply it's the first game in the series or something
2: it, it's, a it's a prequel it i think it shows how the goddesses can't come to be and the origin of the uh land of views and that kind of stuff cool
0: and then the the next thing coming out this week is victor Van overkill edition that's the one with where you get motorhead and stuff and lemmy so victor Van overkill so if you've been waiting on that and now wait hold on it got delayed now it's coming June 6th. Oh, my gosh. I can't keep... Oh, wait. No, 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 no. I'm I'm wrong. It's currently available on PC and Steam. It's coming out May 30th on PS4 and Xbox One. And then a week later is the Overkill Edition. What? I don't know what's happening. I think the Overkill Edition is coming to consoles this week. Because I think the console version is going to include everything. So, stay tuned <laughs> for more info on Victor Brand when will i play that i don't know i have too many things i want to play oh this is terrible 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 i'm getting overwhelmed i need victor ran and i say dragon's dogma i'm making a list right now and nobody's played uh, someone's complaining nobody played um, um cosmic star hairline so better play that and there we go and with that i want to know what you're playing this week Marie.
2: um fire emblem echoes and yeah, magikarp jump that's
0: really good kelly what are you playing
2: Fire Emblem Echoes, Carp Jump, and with any luck, I'll be finishing uh, Persona 5, and then I won't know what to do with my life.
0: I'll be playing Final Fantasy 11, Fire Emblem Echoes. Alice, what are you playing? Uh,
3: I may try and get back into 14 a little bit Ooh. because the expansion's coming out soon, and I
0: might just want to prepare some things. There you go. I should play some 14 this year. Yeah. Week. It. Yeah. Okay. And with that, we're going to catch you all next week. Thanks, everybody, for watching. Send your feedback in, podcast.rpgamer.com, forums.rpgamer.com, 608-729-4098. And uh, answer that question of the week, what crappy RPG character needs a mobile game? Uh, With that, we'll see you next time. Bye-bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Bye.